0: The Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach to advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the Rainmaker Multiplier Podcast. I have a guest today that is not the traditional for these podcasts. We're obviously usually focused on, uh, you know, financial planning, marketing, how to grow our business, uh, how to hire and delegate and, you know, manage and lead our business. But today I have a special guest that is going to talk a little bit about family, And so, John, welcome. Hey, brother.
2: Thanks for having me, man. This is going to be good.
1: Thanks for being here. So I'll give a little bit of context. So John is the founder of a group that I'm part of. I've been following their podcast for a couple of years. And then I started joining their online summits and attending virtual um, uh, uh, summits, they call them. And then then I actually recently... um, Joined their VIP group and attended a live summit in Austin that was just incredible. The name of the group is Front Row Dads, and kind of the battle cry or mantra is Family Men with Businesses. And so there's a very that's very intentional, right? Like too many uh, people look at themselves as you know businessmen with families. And this is family men with businesses. So um, I love the intentionality of the way that's stated. And I'm proud when I wear my front row dad's hat and uh, the one I just got, you know, the VIP one has the, you know, has that logo of the family men with businesses. And, you know, what's cool about it is, you know, a lot of, you know, I think a lot of, you know, grandfathers, this really resonates with and, you know, Honestly, my wife has benefited big time from the the thought leadership and the exposure and the things that that I've learned um,
0: through Front Row Dad. So I know there's multiple times John
1: been like conversations like the women want like a, a Front Row Moms kind of group yep. to pop up. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, it's been spoken about for a couple of years now. And it's been the hardest thing for me not to just go launch that immediately. And, yeah. you know, my, the, the entrepreneur in me wants to solve that problem right away. Um, the more mature version of me is stay in my lane, John, and keep doing what you're doing with Front Row Dads, and make sure that's solid.
1: And, you know, the reason I felt like this is so appropriate for this podcast, even though, again, it's a little bit out of the norm, is, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you're the rain, most of the listeners here are the true rainmakers of their practice, right? And they're trying to multiply themselves as the rainmakers. And ultimately in order to do that, I mean, I think it's it's a lot of different things. I mean, it's having the right uh, tribe that you're associated with that has the right values. Um, and ultimately, why are people wanting to multiply themselves in the rainmaker as a rainmaker? It's so they can free up more time to focus on the things that they want to focus on. And like my uh, own story my, of my own situation is like, you know, I had my first set of twins seven years ago, I took three months off. You know, I had my second set of twins five years ago, I took five months off. And I came back and my business had the second most profitable quarter I ever had without me during that five month period. So I think like putting family first and putting that focus, I mean, it, it really inspires you and gets you. And for me personally, it's what got me laser focused on why I wanted to, you know, build a business that could run successfully with or without me. So that's why I wanted to bring you on today, John. It's just like, um, just share some of the things I've learned and for you to talk a little bit about, you know, what it's all about for those listeners that might want to start listening to podcasts might want to start attending online summits. And um, I think cause I'm a VIP member, I can even invite some certain people to uh, attend summits. You'll have to mm-hmm. remind me about that. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah. So yeah, um, So the podcast, how long ago did you start that,
2: John? Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about this recently. It's been four years and the podcast um, started because we had this, this live event in Philadelphia with 30 men who got together. This was the very start of it all, right? 30 guys got together and we're like, look, we talk about business all the time. Let's just have three days where we don't talk about business Talk about marriage, talk about kids, talk about the things we don't normally engage in conversation in a deep, deep level. Not that we didn't ever ask, how's your wife? How are your kids? But that's really what it was. We talked for an hour and then it was, by the way, how's your wife? By the way, how are your kids? Good, good, awesome. Let's let's go back to talking about how we grow our businesses, which um, I'm not critiquing that entirely because at some point of life, you know, maybe you are desperately working to put food on the table. But at some point, you also might be doing the work because you just love it. And you could be hiding at work, which I did repeatedly. We got 30 guys together. And, you know, ultimately, uh, we had a great time. And the guys were like, we need more of this. And I just started paying attention to all my friends who were winning in business, but not feeling as amazing at home in their marriages and their parenting. And so then we just started having conversations on the podcast. and, And now we've grown to 300 members in 15 different countries and incredible crew.
1: Wow. 300 members of, so, so explain kind of the difference because you got the podcast members and then you have the ones that have access to the online retreats quarterly and you can yep. talk a little bit about those.
2: Podcast is free to the world as many you know shows are, 100% of the content that just travels out, interviews, uh, all the ideas and insights that are gained from these incredible men. Then for the people who want the community. They want to be in conversation with men. They want to be online and in person and get access to the digital thread conversations that are happening uh, where they can you know, post questions and get answers at any time on any subject from parenting, marriage, wealth, business, health, all of it, emotions, etc. cetera. Um, guys will pay a membership fee for the year, and then they'll join that group. And, you know, I think the you know, these are, in, we call them investors because they believe in the mission of creating a community of people who align with putting family first. Now, they still want to win at work. They want to do all the other things, but they just don't want to do it at the expense of their family. And so, you know, we have three levels in the group, 100 people at each level currently. And I'll tell you this, I, I what I see for the future um, is ten thousand members in a hundred different countries. I see this being like the EO, the YPO, the Vistage, all of those amazing groups that I have friends that are in and that I've spoken at those events. Um, this one just focuses on putting family first. It's that's the that's the slight shift. So all of our conversations around business are yeah, let's scale, let's grow, let's figure out how to make a huge impact, but let's make sure that our family is protected in that. You know, I was interviewing um, Gino Wickman yesterday for the Front Row Ads podcast. So many of your, I'm sure listeners know, Gino started e- uh, EOS, yeah. wrote the book Traction, you know, used yeah. by 180,000 businesses around the world. And, um, you know, Gino was like, from the get-go, I built EOS by taking August off every year for my family. Like from day one.
1: Yeah.
2: E- EOS was in its first year of business. I took August off. And he did that the entire time, and then you talk about like Jay Papazan, my friend, who wrote the one thing. Jay's always like, I put my family vacation on the calendar before anything else. And so all these people, you know, our mutual friend Dan Sullivan, who, you know, talks about buffer days and space and time and all that. Those are the types of conversations we tend to have in front row dads, um, not just how do you scale your business ten percent or grow profits by 20% regardless of what you're sacrificing, regardless of what values you're compromising. Um, it's very intentional.
1: And so tell us, tell me about those three groups. And then I, I'd like to share a couple of the things I've learned from you and your tribe. Um, and I'm proud to be part of it, you know, that I think some that may benefit from that are listening. But you said there's 100 in each of the three groups. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So,
2: so level one, I think is for the guy who's like, Hey, I've listened to the podcast and I want to be part of this community and I want step one. And so they jump in, they've got access to our Facebook groups or telegram threads. We call uh, what we have. We have a, 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 place in front road ads online called the vault, all of the recordings, all the conversations and, and also maps that, Hey, here's where all of our members are and here's their profiles. And if you want to reach out to somebody, You can even sort it by how many kids they have. So if you have five kids and you want to connect with another guy who's got five kids, you'll see where they are. They're broken down by state and countries and, you know, just allows for connections amongst the men. All of our events are listed there. So we make it easy for men to connect, easy for men to ask questions and share resources because everybody's doing something great. And usually they're getting their butt kicked in some other way. So they're always, you know, getting and giving value. And then the second level is they they get access to these online summits. And these summits are every eight weeks, we take a deep dive for three and a half hours. Uh, There's usually, you know, 75 to 100 men from all over the world that jump on Zoom. And we have this very engaging conversation. So this isn't a sit and listen. This isn't a be spoken at type of event. This is, hey, we're going to do the work. You're going to figure the problem out you're going to be able to talk to somebody you're going to be able to ask the questions you're going to be able to engage around this subject and we focus on six pillars in front row dad so if you look at the the cadence of the summits these half day events every eight weeks we talk about one of our pillars the most obvious being parenting right marriage for sure but then then there's business then there's emotional intelligence there's vibrant health there's wealth and legacy You know, business might be growing your your finances. Wealth and legacy is the impact of those finances. And so we talk about these throughout the year. In fact, we have our Wealth and Legacy Summit coming up January 19th, and we're already talking about how that looks. And so one part of that is going to be, what's the number that you're now aiming for? What's your income number? Regardless of whether you're retired or not, or you have millions or you're on your way to millions, but what are those numbers for you? So getting clear about numbers. Number two is strategies for attaining those numbers, sustaining those numbers. And number three would be tax strategies around that. So we've, you know, we've got, that's that's going to be our January summit. And by the way, you've been impactful in our group with your knowledge in this area, right? And so we have members that speak and share. We have outside experts that speak and share. And so those happen every eight weeks. And then the third level is our VIP group. And these are for the most committed guys. You cannot buy your way into this online, you have to be brought in by a member. So somebody has to know you and say, this guy should be in this group. Because that group gets together in person for these very intimate retreats that are capped at about 50 guys. And um, we've done those for the last almost seven years now. So we've done roughly 13, 14 of these retreats. And then this year, we just had our big event in Austin where we opened it up to all three levels of Front Row Ads. We had a three-day event. We called it Front Row Ad Live and 110 people showed up and my goodness, it was remarkable what happened. And we have a video. Did you see that yet? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, man, uh-huh. I'm going to send you the video and maybe you can put it in the show notes or, or link it up. But if somebody wanted to, if they're like, all right, show me Front Row Ads culture, in three minutes or less, like what it's all about, what type of man is there. This video captured it perfectly. And I'm just thrilled about it. So um, I, I, Jay, I, here's the thing I want guys to know. I didn't start this group because I had all the answers. I started this group because I wanted answers. I also am, a, am an imperfect man making mistakes constantly in my marriage, in my fathering. I, am a, I, I started the group I wanted to be a part of and nothing makes me happier than knowing that I'm not the guru in the group, that yep. I come to these events holding space for men, bringing in other voices, allowing for the wisdom to emerge from all around the group. This is not a sit and listen to John. This is not a sit and listen to any one person in its entirety. This is we all have something to add and let's have a deep conversation. So it's the conversations you're not typically having at a barbecue is what we say.
1: Yeah, that's. I'm having to write down some of the thoughts I'm having because I don't want to forget to, to circle back on a couple of these things. But, you know, I recently just, cause I, I want you to explain the six pillars here in a minute, John, sure. but you know, at first, uh, what I want to share is like, I went to the, you know, VIP event and just recently in Austin, I don't know when that was, two months ago, was that October, October? late October? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was unbelievable it was just such a cool experience of all entrepreneurs all family men with businesses there's some rock stars in there it was humbling like you know i mean i've i've done you know a decent job for myself but man was there some some rock stars in that group and um you know, I had an awesome connection with Jeff, you know, from The One Thing. Yes. And uh, him and I went to dinner and just really hit it off and had a great experience. And, uh, you know, it was like, I, I, I'm i a basketball player, but I tore my ACL meniscus. My kids just got home, so you're going to hear them in the background. Perfect. But uh, I tore my ACL meniscus many years ago, and I haven't played since. And I was, I mean, I really scholarships and everything else. I mean, I was a big time player, like basketball player. And it was like when I was, I don't know, maybe 25, 26, 25. I was when I was 25. I tore my ACL meniscus and I have not played basketball since. I'm 46 now, 21 um. years ago. Well, all of a sudden, I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't realize this happened all of a sudden, middle of the day. You're like, all right, it's sweat time, guys. You can either go play basketball, you can play <laughs> volleyball you know or whatever and i'm like holy crap like all right well i guess i'm gonna play basketball right and i went and i played and it was <laughs> unbelievable it was like you know i actually scored two hoops and i was like holy crap but i realized there was a lot of people younger than me and better shape and stuff like that <laughs> and i haven't played in 21 years but it was uh, like wow just took me out of my comfort zone put me into doing something there was a sense of pride And, you know, the P and then the next day, right. Everybody's going like basketball or volleyball. And then uh, Tucker Max, right. um, Is like, or if you want to go and have a long leisurely lunch and some cocktails at lunch, come with me. Well, I've been wanting to uh, connect with Tucker. He's kind of like the book guru out there. Anybody who doesn't know who he is, he's like, this guy is something else. And, um, you know, so Dan Sullivan's been saying forever, like you got to connect with Tucker Max. I'm like, sweet, I'm going to go drink with Tucker at Lutz instead today. And I got, to, you know, it's just five of us at the table, got a chance to know, him. just had a phone call again with him last week because he's building a farm ranch. I'm building the farm. You know what I mean? So it was like we had that in connection. Uh, I met some guys at the summit that were had started their own schools. And Tucker, one of them of Waldorf Academy and then Acton um, Academy is another one that a handful of guys have started schools, had follow-up calls, learned all about that. Guess what? Today, my wife and I enrolled our kids in Acton Academy near us, and they're actually going to be switching after the break from the two schools that they're in, each set of twins, to all four of them going to Acton Academy. And we're thinking about starting a school next year on our farm. That's awesome. So just like, man, the stuff that I've been exposed to through this group has been like life-changing.
2: Yes. Yes. I feel the same way. I mean, that's what I just kept feeling when I looked around the event that we just had all these people that were there. I'm like, oh my goodness, like they're in the room, they're in the room and look at what they're doing and look how they're approaching life. And all these people are just expanding what's possible right? And there's not one way to do it. There's not a right way. It's not your your kid, whether your kids are in public school or private school or this type of private school, or whether you homeschool or travel a ton or whatever, right? You There's so many ways to do it. And you have so many examples in this community uh, of different ways to win, different ways to approach it. But having those models I, I want to see other ways. I want to see how you're. I want to see how you're doing it on the ranch. I want to see how people are doing it downtown in the city. I want to see all of it, and that's what you have access to is just a variety of men in different industries, right? All they've all made money different ways, right? They're all different personalities. You've got extroverts. You've got introverts. You've got sports guys and academics, and it's a it's a really cool mix because I think some communities you, you find that, uh, like there's, there you know, there's, and I don't want to, I'm, I'm trying not to stereotype too much here, but it's like, I think we have a great amount of diversity in our group. There is a common thread. We are entrepreneurs. We are business owners. There's common ground there for sure. Um, but we live in all different parts of the country. We have all different beliefs and, we can talk about those different beliefs and still get along, right? People can disagree in the room, which is great because we have one of our core ethos, one of the core pieces of our ethos is yes and. Yes, I hear you, and here's a thought.
1: Yeah. And it works. And, um, you know, the uh, the other thing, like, I just thought of is these telegram threads. So can you talk a little bit about, like, like which what ones there are, I know there's a ton yeah. of them, right? But like the topics that all of a sudden you get connected with other entrepreneurs and family men with businesses on these topics that you get to collaborate and kind of have that like-minded <coughs> connection, right? Yeah, so th- those
2: are like a those are like a conversation that that never ends, <laughs> and it's like if a group of people were sitting around a table and you walked up and jumped into the conversation, you would just jump right in, right? You wouldn't say, guys, can you go back to the beginning and start where you were? Right. You would just pick up right where they were in that conversation. And that's what Telegram is like. It's just a conversation. And you happen to jump in and out of that conversation. Sometimes it's a topic you're interested in. Sometimes it isn't. We broke them down into six pillars so you can just have a conversation around wealth and legacy or parenting or whatever. if based on your interests, based on some guys are in all the threads. What are the um, six
1: pillars real quick before? You yeah, yeah.
2: So the six, pillars, um, the six pillars, the six pillars, the obvious ones, as I was saying earlier, parenting, obviously marriage is a huge part. And I have to say this too, when we first got together at our event, we're like, this is going to be all about parenting, all about how to be a better dad man, we weren't there for more than an hour before people were like, hey, before we talk about parenting, we you talk about marriage for a second? Because I feel like if our marriage is good, our parenting will be a lot better. And so marriage was a pain point for a lot of people. And so that became a clear topic of conversation. Like if you want to have a powerful life at home, then marriage is something that needs to be focused on. Um, we of course have business as a category, business evolution, as we call it, and then wealth and legacy. And then for our health, we have vibrant health and emotional intelligence. So those are our six pillars that we focus on. And then we have a special thread for our VIP group. And, you know, the the goal is you get bigger is to try to find ways to keep things smaller and intimate. Because people always say, like, the bigger it gets that, you know, I, I won't know everybody. I can't be in every conversation. It gets overwhelming. And so as you grow, you just have to keep figuring out ways to make it smaller and more intimate. So. One of the ways we do that is we have bands and bands are small groups that are usually four guys. My band is three other men who live here in Austin and we get together every month for two hours. We've done this religiously for four years now. And literally it's designed to just be brothers, to have a place where you can safely be expressed. You can talk about what's great. You can talk about what's not great you have trust with each other and you have this relationship so that if and when things go sideways you've got a group to immediately lean into and you're just you're constantly showing up in this cadence that develops a very unique relationship that is typically not found anywhere else very different than like i got 3 buddies that i knew from college and we still get together once a year that's great that's different I got these four guys, we get together and we play chess on Thursday and, you know, whatever we get together, we play racquetball, we tell jokes, we have fun, we have a beer afterwards. Cool. And very different. So all those little groups, those, you know, I got, I got a church group, right. I got a Bible study group. Awesome. Also very different. And so this has a very specific outcome and, uh, and it's been, it's been one of the, like, I'll give you a great example. Uh, This is what I was thinking about. Justin Donald is in my band. Justin runs the Lifestyle Investor, very successful mastermind, wildly successful book, and just a great dude. Well, Justin was sitting at the table with us literally yesterday morning with Hal Elrod and Tim Nikolai, the other two bandmates. So that's the four of us. And And we were like, Does anybody have, in this group, we were asking, does anybody have this anywhere else in their life? Because Justin knows everybody. It feels like he literally knows everybody. And Justin's like, no, not like this. I have the church group, not like this. I have the business connections and the mastermind, and I'm part of other masterminds. Nothing is like this. And that's the beautiful part because intentions play such a role. What is this space for? And when you design a space, when you design a culture, when you design an ethos that serves a very specific purpose, then when you put people in that space, the conversations change. And when the conversations change, your lives change. And so that is, can we have conversations in this small group that we're not having anywhere else in our lives? That's
1: awesome. Yeah, and it's, um, in the commonality is like, I feel like when I got home, Holly, my wife asked me, like, so tell me about it. Like, what, you know, what'd you learn, whatever. And I got unbelievable, all kinds of takeaways. Um, I don't want to forget to talk about the family board meetings. That's been another game changer for me um, that I learned from the group. But she asked specifically about the summit, you know, in Austin in the end of October. And uh, she's like, what were the guys like? And kind of what was it like? I was like, you know, like, I feel like half the guys were there because they were workaholics and they were there and they needed to put their family first. And it was like they were there to to focus on that and learn from the other half because the other half were like role models. They were the guys who had figured it out. And it was like, but it was a cool balance because everybody was learning from each other. Everybody was helping each other. And it was like, even like me, I was trying to figure out the whole acting versus Waldorf and thinking about, you know, alternative type of schooling and everybody was giving and open to help me with that. And it was even, you know, it was just, but it was a neat mix almost of like, and, and, it, and it created a an environment of intimacy and and like, it's okay to be vulnerable. And like when you're fucking up in your marriage and with your kids, like you know, like for me, I got a five-year-old you know son, and it was one of the issues I brought to the table that I was there to solve. Um, I got a five-year-old son that is just a hell of a year, man, and this guy just doesn't listen no matter what we do. We've tried all these different approaches can't seem to figure it out. And a lot of times it almost gets the thing where we're worried about his safety or we're worried about him hurting one of the other kids. And we, we, we default to yelling, like, stop it. You know what I mean? Raise our voice. And, you know, it was like, so I was able to be vulnerable, bring that to the group. And I got tremendous feedback and ideas and like a book, Scream Free Parenting, that really made a huge difference. But the biggest thing that made a difference for me was like one of the dads was like you know how tall are you I'm like six foot four he's like okay and you're what 200 210 pounds in the guess all right and he's like so how old's your little son and then it was just like it just hit me he's like imagine someone it it, it you know as big as you yelling like what that would do and I'm like oh my god I haven't you know I haven't yelled at since I mean it just like, it's just that talk kind of put it in perspective for like what i was doing and i needed a little bit of that tough love and that realization but it was uh it it was something else yeah
2: yeah yeah no that's great and that's i i think that's a big part of this is that when you have a when you have trust and you have safety and then you can bring your challenges to the group like you courageously did and then other men not from a, Hey, I'm better than you. This is, I'm going to, I'm going to be righteous here, but like, Hey, I'm going to support you and tell you something. I'm going to share something. I'm going to open up about my own story. I'm going to ask you some questions that most people won't be willing to do. And then it allows us to catch our blind spots or see something and, you know, experience something that uh, we get through finding truth and through finding a deeper level of integrity that man, I want people to be honest with me. I had this really funny moment, by the way, speaking of Tucker. Uh, He was at the Front Row Dad live event. And I was telling a story, right? Was I was about to bring him up on stage. And I was like, oh man, Tucker, you know, he just, he always shoots me straight. And I really appreciate that about him. I'll bring him up in the front of the room and we're sitting there on stage. Cause I had, so I text, I not on purpose, but I realized I created the context that was needed for what happened next. So I got Tucker and this guy Joshua on stage. I'm about to send the whole group out into breakouts. They had to pick between Tucker and Joshua, right? To go spend time with both of them. And Tucker goes, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're you're making them choose between us? Like he says this on stage in front of the whole crowd. And by the way, because I was like, Tucker just speaks his mind to me. Yeah. The whole crowd started laughing. I started laughing. Dude, I just rolled off stage cracking up. And... He starts laughing, you know. Tucker starts laughing, and then I, I said, "All right, hang on a minute, guys." And I like turned to Tucker and Joshua, and we we basically like reevaluated what we were doing based on Tucker being really honest. Yeah. And then we made a change. We made a pivot, not because n- not because he's bullying me into making a change. Right. He literally had a good idea, and he had the courage to say it. And I also. My ego is in check enough to hear the idea. Right. And I was like, I don't need to hold on to this, you know, agenda too tightly right now. Like, if, if there's a better idea, I'm going to roll with it. And then we did. And so that's what happens in our brotherhood is that if your ego is in check and you can hear and receive counsel or, or ideas and somebody else has the courage to say it, but now we can get somewhere. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So what was it? Everybody's dying to know I'm dying. To know. What, what was, would you pivot? would you do different? I
2: put them all in that. So here's, it was originally set up where I was going to have a conversation with Tucker on psychedelics as a form of therapy, right? Cause he oh. had traveled down that road and he had written about it and talked about it. I was like, if anybody's been hearing about psychedelics and you want to understand more about that, we're going to go have this conversation. Yeah. And he's anybody that's like,
1: he was talking at lunch. And by the way, like he told me there's a Netflix series I didn't realize it specifically on the book. I already read the book, How to Change a Mind. Totally. Which was, whoa, MDMA and psilocybin so good. and just all the long-term studies that have been done on that. And then now it got squashed and blah, blah. But now he told me about the Netflix. Now I'm watching the Netflix series. It's so cool. So, so good. Interesting.
2: So good. That's a great place for somebody to start, I think, um, if they're interested. But the other one was Joshua Winner, my buddy who does a lot of um, somatic work. He does work with first responders and special forces guys, and this is grief work. So there's a way to deal with your trauma by either potentially exploring psychedelics or potentially using these other methods of breath work and body work that Joshua focuses on. I wanted to give them a choice, right? And and then what happened was they, that's where Tucker was like, ah, you don't want to make them choose between us. And, you know, I was like, I think you're right. I think based on like where we are in this room and the level of trust and interest and all of it, I was like, I think the room actually, all of the room wants to hear uh, about the psychedelic conversation. So I basically said, no breakout, you don't have to choose. And I kept Tucker on stage. We did a whole interview with him. Then Joshua did all of his work with the whole audience. And at the end of it, I was like, God, I'm so glad that I made the pivot because I wouldn't have wanted anybody to miss Tucker's nor Joshua's. It was that good.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, John, are you doing family board meetings?
2: So I do a version of it, not so family board meeting, just to let's create the context here yeah. around what that is. So Jim Shields, uh, a good friend of mine, he was at the first ever Front Row Dads Retreat. He introduced it to our group back in 2016. Yeah, It's a concept where, <coughs> excuse me, every quarter you spend four hours with a child one to one. And you basically it's tech free kid gets to kind of design the day you debrief at the end. And it's a play on words because Jim grew up at the beach. He was a surfer. So the board meeting as a businessman was like, I have these board meetings. I put all this time and attention into it. And we, why am I not doing these types of meetings with regular recurring times on the calendar with my kids? And so the surfboard, the board meeting was like time on the surfboard with his kids, which kind of spawned off into this whole concept and idea that has now been loved and appreciated and, uh, you know, practiced by many of our front row dad members. So I
1: girls and I, we call it daddy daughter dates. There you go. And again, my phone gets turned off. No technology at all. No movies, no video games, no arcades. It's got to be technology free and then it's father-son sleepovers with the boys, which uh, it just rhymes. So now I'm roped into doing a sleepover every time. And then of course the girls want it too, which is awesome. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's great, but yeah, yeah it's once like- a quarter, all four kids. Yep. Yeah. At least four hours with me. Yep. Um, I'm, you know, yeah. I,
2: I think those types of rhythms are great to have. And, you know, th- these are These are to ensure that we don't just slip away where life gets too busy. And then the end of the year, you're like, we never got time together. We didn't do anything. And, you know, and and sometimes it'll come up quick and you're like, wow, is that here again? And, but that's how fast time moves. And so we want to create that space. I take one-to-one trips with my kids. I do one-to-one time. I mean, for Ocean, who's eight, he just calls it Papa Ocean time. Hey, can we have some Papa Ocean time? And it doesn't really matter what you call it. It's just, they know that, each child you can get one-to-one time and go create something special with them whatever that might be and I wouldn't get too caught up into what it is or what it isn't I would just say get time
1: I mean and, anything and I do love letting them pick and they love yeah. picking and sometimes you're like well I don't know and then I give them ideas and then they but they design the agenda and they love that empowerment but the, you know with me with four little ones the twin fives and the twin sevens it's like we're always like together in a pack. You yeah, that's right. Me and my wife. And they gravitate more towards mommy. So it's just like, to have that time where it's just me and them one on one without the other three kids. It's I wasn't doing that before, you know, yeah. until a year ago. And it's been a game changer. And they all look forward to it.
2: That's cool, man. Well, good for you for doing that. Yeah, appreciate
1: it. Well, this is uh, this has been awesome. Thank you so much, John, for being on here. And uh, in closing, I'm going to have maybe a few guys that will reach out to me and uh, and ask me, you know, about this uh, in more detail. With a VIP membership, aren't I able to invite a couple guys to the online summits or something? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You totally can. Yeah, absolutely. Give them access. So reach out to Rachel. Let her know the names of the people that are coming. She has a special link for your guests that they'll fill that out and that will get them access to the
1: event. So that gives them the ability to kind of try it before they, you know, commit to a membership. hundred percent. Of course, they could start listening to the podcast because I listened to the podcast for a year before I started doing the summits and now, you know, upgraded the VIP to do the in-person. Yeah. Yeah, why I did. Yeah.
2: yeah, man. Yeah, and we're going to be in Park City in the spring, so that's going to be great.
1: Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks again, John.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jason. All
1: right.
2: Take care.
0: The Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. A financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach to advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com.